we're live. First episode, Fight or Flight podcast. I'm here with my wife, Mandy. We got Sam Kern, who's fighting next Friday in Columbus. Actually, this coming Friday. And Taylor M. Griffin. The M stands for motherfucking, because that's Taylor motherfucking Griffin. Damn right. Don't you forget it. <laughs> <laughs> we're here at Garcia MMA. We are going to talk about sports. I'm going to have to do that all. No, we can't fuck no, 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 that's fine. That's <laughs> fine. Right, I would, leave, I'll just, leave, I'll just go leave. get right in and say, uh, you know, Joe, I haven't, Mandy, I haven't, Sam, I haven't known you guys for so for that long. You know, only about six months, but you know, just the the amount of things you guys have taught me, not just uh, as someone wanting to learn wrestling. Uh, for those of you who don't know, I came to Garcia MMA. I've always wanted to learn how to wrestle ever since I was a little kid, and uh, I was just so involved with boxing for the past four years or so. I just kind of put it on hold. And uh, I came to Garcia MMA here in Bowling Green, Ohio, to learn some things, and they've just they've they've skyrocketed my skills, and I've just grown so confident. And and Mandy and Joe, you guys are such good people, and just watching you guys grow your gym and meet all the people here is just truly, truly fascinating, and it uh, it warms my heart, really, it really does. I mean, you guys are you guys are very near and dear to me, and Sam, you as well, and the whole team here. It's just a I'll never leave. I'll never leave. So you, just wanted to nice. o- just wanted to open up with that. You have anybody out there want to learn how to wrestle or learn how to fight better? These are the guys to go to. So we haven't really had like a lot of knuckleheads in here. Like opening in Bowling Green, like my main concern. Like we're in a college town. Yeah. There's a lot of bars, and I was worried that like a, like shady people might you know like yeah. you know I, I'll fight that guy. Or, you know, let me put the gloves yeah. on. But I think the culture we've created here is like pretty much exactly what the vision was. You know, we haven't had to like throw anybody out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Well, they realize they realize that the uh, personalities don't match, and it's like kind of. Oh, they, they, they start into the mind. Yeah, they kick themselves out. You yeah. Know what I mean, which is which is how we should rather we would rather have it. So. Yeah, jujitsu in particular will like it'll kill people's egos because oh, no, yeah. no matter what, no matter how big you are, no matter how strong, like you're gonna tap a mm-hmm. kajillion bajillion times yeah. before you get better, and that really hurts some people's egos. Yeah, I was like, at, I was in here for six months before I tapped my first person. But I was pretty hard-headed in the first place. Literally. I, I was not I was not learning very well. Literally. He was literally hard-headed. He's got scar tissue on I his forehead. I was going to say, I can tell his freaking forehead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's that's the thing, man, is, you know, you have to, in this type of game, we I mean, I would think that combat sports is like a special sport sport compared to all the others because it's, it's really like one person against one. I mean, obviously it's a team, but come competition time, it's one person against one person. You're in there all by yourself. You're in there all by yourself, which I don't even, I don't, I've never even competed. I've never had a boxing match or nothing like that, but I've, I've trained in it. So I know what it's somewhat, what it's like to get on the mats and wrestle with one person, get in the ring and spar with one person. And it, you know, you have to learn to check your ego at the door, man. If you don't check your ego at the door, you're just asking for problems from you and for everybody. I mean, just... You just gotta be humble, man. This yeah. game is a humble game. If you if you if you're on a wrestling mat or any, anywhere, if you don't learn to check yourself and act like you, like take take a step back, yeah. man, you don't always know better. And you have an eye in the sky. Where your coach is right behind you, and he's screaming directions at you. And if you don't learn to take those instructions, then you're gonna lose every time. Yeah, being coachable is really important. Like being being coachable is like just as much talent unto itself as like being a coach. Mm-hmm. Like some people, and not many people, but you see people that like they're just not coachable. Right. Yeah. You know, they have all the physical potential in the world, but you have to be coachable, and you have to be willing to say, "Okay, I did this wrong. Okay, let me do it better." Exactly. Not everybody can take that. Like some people feel you critique something and they feel attacked, yes. and then it's like defensive mode. Mm-hmm. That'll kill you. So yeah. Sam, you're fighting Friday in Columbus. How are you feeling? Oh, I'm feeling amazing. Uh, 
I've never had this much endurance in my life, even when I was like really going at the wrestling in high school. I've dragging more, and every single day I'm coming in here and I'm just giving it my all, and it's going. I'll be in here two, three hours a day, and I feel like I just I have the same gear the whole time. It feels like I'm not even slowing down. Yeah, you're looking like a monster right now. Went sure. what six and zero at the Brazilian Jiu Jitsu tournament last Gosh, weekend. The only one guy even scored on me. Killing it. The fact, not not even the fact that you won first, just the, but according to Joe, how how you won. I mean, I, I, there was no the the margin between you and everybody else was just so. Dude, yeah. I'm pumped, man. I'm it wasn't so excited even, for you. I didn't even go through and tap everybody. Not every round. Every single round was a dragged out. Yeah. To the very end. And now, how many minutes do you go when you roll? Five minutes. Five. Five minutes. minutes. And you did that for six people. Yes. How many? How long of a break in between? Uh, 10, 15, maybe yeah, sometimes there were long breaks. Sometimes there, there was uh, like between his semifinal and the final match, it was like five minutes. Yeah. Like they didn't even do a match in between. They just let him roll, and they're like, okay, let that guy breathe. And then a couple minutes later, like, okay, is he ready? Like, right. Because yep. the first, I think like the first two matches, like they let him roll, and then they would do like two more matches, and then go back to the gotcha. other side of the bracket. But like between the semifinal and the final, mm-hmm. which was the only one I was even remotely worried about with him, like. It was like he was he was still sweating, and they're like, "Okay, you ready? Go! All right, I guess we're doing this thing." That's so cool to watch, just freaking the guys who train me be successful up there. I mean, it's just I just can't get over how much I love this, and I love you guys, and I just love being a part of this and and everything. Dude, Sam, I'm super pumped for you and for you and Schmidt, man. I mean, dude, we're so ready. Me me and me, Schmidt, we're we're ready to go. Yeah, you can tell we're Schmidt's working so hard and. I mean, I'm working just as hard, if not harder, and we're ready to just go in there and clobber these Now, are you, are you the same way, Schmidt? Because Schmidt, Schmidt was telling me how he's like, he's telling me when I came in, he's like, man, Taylor, I'm just ready to get this over with. I'm ready to freaking fight the guy, win, so I can so I can go back to, you know, so I can have a cheat meal. And Are you the same way? Are you ready to just get it over no, with? Because that's how I would be. My nerves I'm, would get to me. I'd be just like, man. If, you know. if, if I could have it the way I want it, I want to beat this guy before the third round even comes close to being out. And then I want to try a fight again in August. <laughs> go, man. go get her, man. I love it. He's ready to go back at it. Yeah. Sam. I, I love this. I, when I got out of high school without like competition or anything, I felt freaking lost. And as soon as I, was, as soon as I figured out, well, there is something I can do and I'm good at it, I just I dive into it. <clears throat> That's how it was for me for MMA. I had I'd been boxing for a while, and I actually lost three times to the same guy. Really? And it just like it had left a bad taste in my mouth. Yeah. And then I wound up uh, going to an MMA gym. And even at that point, like, I didn't really want to compete. But there was uh, a little kid at the day. He was, like, probably 12, 13. How old were you when? I was 17. 17. And uh, there was a kid. He was, like, 11, 12 years old at the time. He's a, an adult now. He's a black belt. His name was Dante Leon. Mm-hmm. And he was literally, like, a little kid who could tap me. Like, like you know, put the MMA gloves on. We'll do, right. like, a simulated street fight. And I will tap. And he could. And so I was like, man, I got to learn this jujitsu. Like, even though I'm not going to fight, like, I got to learn what this kid is doing. Because there's 12, 13 year old kids running around who can put me to sleep. Yeah. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. I don't like going to bed at night knowing sure. that there's little kids running around sure. who can, like, <laughs> choke me unconscious. And, and, that go- and that goes back to the, you know, the ego thing, too. For yeah. Sure, yeah. Yeah, it'll kill your ego. And then uh wound up competing. And, uh, you know, when I met Mandy, I was uh, working, like, a bunch of different odd jobs. She's like, you should really just, like, go. <laughs> she's like you should really go uh all in on this fighting thing and you should really take this more seriously because you, you could go somewhere with this and uh it's been like consuming my life ever since i mean you guys see that we're in here all the time you never see you never see me outside of this place i just train and i train and i train and father and sleep and take care of dogs and train and, and dude you, you i mean 
not only not only do you train your ass off, but I mean, you, you have a big family. I mean, you're such you you just strike a nice balance with everything. It's like, man, I respect Joe so much and Mandy so much. They just work. You guys just work so hard for this yeah. dream and vision. It's just so. Which makes all of us want to be a part of it anymore and help out in any way we can, man. Yeah, exactly. You know, I mean, you guys are true. I'm serious. You guys are true inspiration. I mean, I mean, listen to me. You guys are really, really inspirational people, and your stories need to be heard. Yeah, you know, they definitely need to be heard. So. Man, Mandy can, uh, she can put the whip on you, and you, you feel it, but you, you don't, sure. you don't regret it. If it, if it wasn't <laughs> for her, I definitely would have like. I, uh, I have a sh competed in the Chicago Open Tournament, and, man, I got really sick during the tournament. Oh, yeah. It was bad. <clears throat> and, uh, freaking, if it wasn't for her constantly just yep. pushing yeah. me and pushing me, I wouldn't have even got third place. You were going to so. say yelling, weren't you? <laughs> <laughs> I, was, uh, I was going to say screaming, but uh, I, I am a... I, uh, I feel, we feel. I don't listen and if you try to talk to me any other way. You have to scream at me. You have to be mean or it literally is like one in one ear, out the other. See, I'm the other way around. I need like a cookie. Like, if you win this match, we'll go get ice cream. Yeah. <laughs> I don't need a yak yeah, in I always tell him I'm not that person. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I'm going to tell you the reality of it. Because you got a lot of people in your ear right now that's like, oh, you're doing this and you're doing that. It's so good. But they're not, they're not there the whole time. They don't see the fight camps and the mm -hmm. weight cuts mm -hmm. and the training. It's like MMA is such a selfish sport. It's ridiculous. Yeah. People don't realize like it consumes everything. Everything. Yeah. It got to. I mean, if you, yeah, if you, you want to be good at it, yeah. you got to. Yeah, and, and I train a lot, and you guys train way more than I do. And people have come up to me, well, how did you get? To, how did you learn this move so good? Or that was pretty cool or whatever. And it's like, guys... I'm not even that good, for one. Number two, yeah, I mean, I train a lot, but you guys should see the people that <coughs> compete and how often they train. You just live you it. Got, I mean, you got just... I mean, Taylor, you are good. You don't give yourself credit. I was just going to say that. Your wrestling's going to be top Got to stay humble, man. It's always yeah, really good. You need to give credit. Yeah, Taylor, Taylor's helping teach some wrestling. and it, It's funny, like, he, he'll say something to people and he'll be like, now, correct me if I'm wrong. Like, first of all, we will correct you if you're yeah, wrong. Yeah. Always. Yeah, you don't got to worry about that. But you, you know what you're talking about. Yeah. You know what you're talking. You don't explain things that are out of you. You know. You, you know what you're talking about. You gotta give yourself a little more credit. I was just telling the new guys today. I said, man, everything uh, when when you guys were doing pads just minutes ago. I said, everything I've learned, everything, all the confidence I've built in wrestling is because of those two guys that you see on the mat. Those two are the pri the primary. Okay, the primary people. There's a lot of people who have helped me, but the primary people are Joe and Sam, and the, I would not know anything if it weren't for them. And then, so I was thinking about that, and I'm like, wow, I can understand now, and I've always been like this, but I can understand why someone doesn't want to spar without their coach right there with them, not because yet. that is their rock. That's their, that's their, who, yeah. I mean, my favorite fighter, Loma, <clears throat> Vasily Lomachenko, two-time gold medalist, uh, he was, he had an interview one time, and he said, he said when he came to America to train for Orlando Salido, he said that he woke up early for training, and he got to training early before his dad got there, and he said he didn't know what to do. He was like a lost puppy dog because his dad had been training him his whole life, still trains him, his dad's his trainers, and his dad wasn't there at the gym. He said, I didn't know if I should jump rope, I didn't know if I should shadow rope. And it's like, <coughs> it's like, wow, that's how much trust you need to put in, in your coaches. It's, you know. Yeah, that's how I am. I get that way with her, too. Like, there was one, when I fought Zach Gemini, you could see it on the film, yeah. and, uh, I'll put, I can put it in the show notes. I, I was in the cage. I had walked to the cage, done my answers. I'm getting ready to fight. So it's literally like it's it's showtime. I'm in the cage like I'm about to fight. And I look. I'm pacing around the cage waiting for my opponent to walk in walk up the steps. And I see my son in the front row. 
in the and what I said, I said, "Where's your mom?" <laughs> you can yeah. see in the fight video, yeah. my opponent's making his entrance, and I'm pacing around the cage. And I look, I see my son. I said, "Where's your mom?" I I tend to look for I, I look for her in play, and I kind of panic if she's not there. So I think it drives her nuts sometimes. I'm always like, "Why are you being so soft?" <laughs> <laughs> You're a rock, man. I mean, yeah. Mandy's about her business. Yeah, because I mean, people like really—they're coming in paying us. You know what I'm saying? Like they're paying us to mm-hmm. teach them good technique, not to sit here and have you know talks about you know what's on TV or whatever. <laughs> people always talk about. So I just want to make sure you guys are getting the best. Yeah, you know, yeah. <laughs> we do talk about calling us gossip girls. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Mandy's yeah. never been man. Mandy's never been like the yes man, or I guess you could say the yes woman. Really? She's ever. Ever. She's not that person that's gonna like, oh, it's okay, you'll get like she's at, get your fucking shit together. Okay, I'm not gonna coddle you. Yeah, you fucked up. Yeah, you're lacking here. You're, you know what I mean? Get your shit together or stop bitching about it. Like, she's very. Now, Mandy, didn't you, <clears throat> didn't you compete in some sort of tournament? I've seen pictures of you with the oh, gi on. Yeah, I played the jiu jitsu for a while and then um, just injuries. And um, yeah. I have this really, like, fear of competing for some reason. Just gets you real kind of psyched out. Okay. I'm working on it. Yeah, I'm the other way around. I love to compete. It's it's weird because like most people, you know, they're normal in their everyday life, but like they compete and they get really nervous. Like me, I'm a extremely anxious person, and I think I kind of maybe hide it well, but like I I'm really like a total fucking basket case. Like really? very very anxious, very nervous person. Right. Like I have to shave my face because I like pick at my like I, really? I, I bite my nails down to the skin. Like, but when I'm competing, it's the other way around. Like when I compete, it's peaceful to me is that like when i'm in the cage or i'm in the ring or i'm on the mats it's like a zen place for me and because because everything else falls away because the way my mind works it's like a million different things like spinning and i try to generate a thought i'm just like trying to grab one when i compete it's just like singularity and i can just zero in on this one thing so i'm kind of kind of backwards for most people yeah i I feel like i'm I'm almost the same way when i when i'm on the mat i hear nothing but my coach and my I don't even take my opponent. If my opponent were to start begging me to stop choking him or something, I would not be able to hear it. It's terrible. It's it's me and my coach. I can't hear it. It's such a tunnel for me. I can't hear anything else. Well, I mean, you literally, I mean, you said it's a tunnel. I mean, you literally enter a zone to where nothing else matters except the person in front of you, and you're trying to impose your will on that person, whether it's punches or whether it's a takedown or a, a sprawl, I mean, whatever it is, you you have to stay focused on your opponent, and it you literally it's like like a blackout, like a, like you said, a tunnel vision where you you don't you're not focused on anything else other than your coach's voice, yeah. you know. And there have been UFC fighters who have said, uh, all I could hear is my coach's voice, the screaming fans, thousands of people, and all they heard was their coach's voice. I mean, yep. Yeah, that's how um, Peyton is too. She's one of our you know female fighters. She's actually the only female fighter out of Garcia MMA. 
and she just hint hint girls get yeah, your asses in she here she just loves like <coughs> joe sam schmidt like her like the only people i know that just live to fucking compete they just want to fucking just kill it you know and i just don't know how that feels because that's not how i you know it's not what i want mm. For me, that's motivation for training too. Like that's part of the reason. Like I like to compete so much because when you have something coming up, like I have something to work towards. Exactly. You know what I mean? Like exactly. it helps the monotony of training. Like if I'm just busting my ass and puking and sweating and right. going home and eating a salad, it's like what is this for? Yeah. But if I always got something coming up, I gotta get ready for this tournament. Yeah. I gotta get ready for this match. I gotta get ready for this fight. Like it helps you push through training. 24 hours a day, seven days a week, because you've always got something coming. You've always got some guy with a target on his back, some guy yeah, to beat. For sure. Especially, especially you, Joe, being the champion. I mean, there's always someone next in line to fight you who wants those belts that you have. People, everybody either loves me or hates me, man. Everybody yeah, that supports right? me or people, they just want my neck. They want my head on a fucking platter. Man. I got a big fucking target on my back. I get people that are like, I don't even know, like, you know, the inbox, I'm like, let's fucking, you know, are fuck you. serious, you. dude? Dude, it's wild, dude, that's man. Crazy. I've, I've had people come up to me at, uh, at of clubs and stuff and, like, talk shit. Yeah. Oh, you want to fight? Yeah. Oh, about Joe? Yeah. Get the hell out. Yeah, you were there at me, though. Oh, one. yeah, that one night. Yeah, that. that was People pathetic. don't understand that Joe doesn't make the decision about his career anymore. I do. So if, if Joe is, if he has something that's off, if his weight is off, like, he'll fight anybody. Let's go, John Jones. Yeah, for sure. John Jones. I was like it. Off the, off the, <laughs> off the juice. Then. <laughs> off the, off the but, sauce. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, gosh, I just forgot what I was going to say. Damn it. Damn it, Taylor. Um, Give shit to go, Taylor. dang it. I hate when that happens. Next. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's crazy, man. Like, uh, like the more of a following you build or the better you do, like the more people just want your fucking neck. Yeah, oh, that's what I was going to say. They want you to fail. Yeah, you guys, have, you guys have probably realized this. Like once people hear that you do some sort of training, whether it's boxing or wrestling for me or MMA or for the whole package, do you notice that like like people will talk crap about you or to you more? Oh, yeah. Like, oh, he's, he thinks he's, I'll fight him. You know, it's like, dude, oh, yeah. I don't want to fight anybody, man. I don't care you if you're a cage fighter. I don't want to fight you. I, I mean, what do you, you know. I feel like it makes them feel tough, you know. Oh, like, it does. They're sitting there talking crap to you and you're sitting there like, like you're sitting there, you're thinking to yourself, man. If, if only, yeah. if only. And like if you had any like, idea. I just gotta, if I, I just got away with talking the shit to a UFC yeah. fighter, <laughs> right? I'm, yeah. I'm so cool. Right, and they go home and they sleep better at night because of that. Yeah, like, I, guess so. I just I mean, punked out this dude at the bar. He's like a two-time Golden Glove champion. He would not fight me at Sky Bar. Right. Yeah. I'm yeah. the fucking man. I know. <laughs> they have no idea that you could really just kill them. Yeah, they have no idea. It like like there's a direct like it's like kids, you know like little kids. Well like they don't give a shit. They'll fight it. It's because they don't know. Like and that's how people is who like have no training. Like they have no idea. So they think yeah, they can just, just fight anybody. Clue, and the more you train and the more you learn how to fight, the more you're kind of more weary because you yeah. know how much you don't oh, know. Oh absolutely. Oh for sure. We have this thing in this gym like no matter what like well if you're defending yourself or somebody you're you know with then you know <clears throat> you can fight. But if we find out that you're fighting outside this gym and it's just you know. You're done. You're done. You're not training here. And so we had a couple guys that have, you know, shown restraint, and I'm just, I'm grateful for that. 
Because that, that, that yeah, <laughs> yeah, Sam has. Over here to my left, That's right. why I don't go anywhere. And I feel bad because I think because people invite me so much. Yeah, people I actually... hate that, dude. Like, I, I'll invite you, like, man. I, but, but I know you've got a family, you got to, and you train all the time. But I tell, I complain to Sam all the time. I was like, man, I wish. Yeah, we're like Joe. Come I out to the you. coffee shop. Joe's like, mm. yeah, gotta go home and go to sleep. But then yeah, I'm like, yeah, he's, he's, he's definitely. Tired. Like every minute that we have is accounted yeah. for. Oh yeah, I, I wouldn't doubt it. Every minute. I was only home for 15 minutes. Sometimes, like the Gosh. only time I get to see Joe is in the gym because then I gotta go straight to work or do whatever. Like sometimes we don't get home and then I'm there for five minutes and then I gotta go or he's gotta go do something. We see each other. I bet on a good day we see each other. Just me and her, maybe 30 minutes. Yeah. That's a good day. That, that That's means, a good day. That means you guys have to start viewing this stuff so they can spend more time together, right? right. Yeah. That's yeah. That, that's, that goes even on the weekends, too? That's yeah. Every day. Oh, yeah. Every day. Yeah. Every day. Every day. But I'm Every. not going to complain because, I mean, I have a motivation and I'm trying to push that on Joe. So he's kind of getting the motivation now. And I try to put, put that on my fighters, too. Like, this is my biggest fault. I'm, I expect too much out of everybody and myself. And a lot of people can't live up to the, uh, what, I, what I think you should be doing. I'll get up. I'll get up like five thirty in the morning to run. She's already been up two hours. Really? Yeah, Gosh, I, I, Mandy. You know, she's... try to get up three thirty, four thirty every day. Sometimes I don't do it, but I try. Mm-hmm. Um, just more hours in the day. You you have to grind. You yeah. have to. If you yeah. don't, if you slack off right. one time, it just throws you all off, and you gotta start all over. Ex- so why stop? Exactly. And if you're a fighter, your opponent, like you just gotta tell yourself, your opponent's out there training, yeah. and if. If you're not training when he's training, he's going to get something on you eventually. Exactly. Got to be doing the stuff the other guy's not doing. Yeah. And fighters don't realize, like, you guys don't have all the time in the world. Your body is your tool. Right. And you're getting beat up, whether it's training. You know, it's mostly sparring and training and whatever. But, I mean, if you fuck that up, there's, you fuck it up. You just, you're done. You're done fighting. And I think, and those, those two points is, like, where the high expectations come from. Because, one... I know how hard I work, and I know how hard my wife works. So I'm going to expect not that much, but that, that's going to be the metric by which I measure everybody that comes in here. Okay? And then the other thing is, like she said, people get hurt. doing like you, People die in the ring. Yeah. So when people come in here and they train and they say, I want to fight, I want to compete, I want to do this, I want to, like, okay, we have to get you right. You have to do things a certain way because your health is on the line if you go in there. One, you're carrying our name. Like it's called Garcia MMA. Like it's our name that's yeah. on this place. Yeah. We didn't call it like Super Mountain Dew Monster Truck Fight Team. You know what I mean? Like this is our name on this place. It's our name on your shirt when you walk to the cage. So you're carrying our name, and you're and you're putting your health on the line. So I'm not going to be the dude in your corner when you get kicked in the fucking head and you get a brain hemorrhage and die. I'm not going to be the one who explains to your parents what that I didn't train you properly or I didn't make you put the work in. And then you went in there and risked your life, and it ended, ba- ended badly for you. Yeah, yeah. So th- I think for those sure. two things, the amount of work that we put in and the amount of health that's on the line is where the high expectations come from for people that come in here. Not everybody can deal with that. Not everybody can deal with that kind of pressure. Oh, we have people come in. We have people leave in the middle of you know, our drills. Straight really? walk out and not really? come back. No kidding. Just keep my $80. I'm never coming back here. Wow. <laughs> right? Addition by subtraction. Yeah, in all honesty, I don't, I don't like, I like to get the guys that stick through it are the ones that are gonna, that are gonna help me grow. I'm gonna yeah. help them yeah, grow. They're yeah, gonna help yeah, me grow. Sure. Those guys that are in and out, they're not gonna help me grow. They're, they're, they're coming in once, twice a month, maybe. Then they'll take a month off. Like I just yeah, did some good work. I yeah. deserve a break. Right. No, you gotta come in here. You're not, you're not doing this to, 
unless you are like if you're doing this to work out if you're doing this to get physically fit more power yeah yeah those, yeah, yeah. But those people coming, are definitely not this is the competitors yeah, if, yeah. You, if you're coming in and you're saying i want to fight you can't go one day a week you you have to be here there's no excuse for you not to be even the people that do it for a workout, like people, you know, I just want to break us so up. Like, all right, you want to lose yeah. 20 pounds, we're going to lose this fucking yeah, 20 pounds. Exactly. <laughs> we take we take everybody seriously. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's not a fun place to be when I'm here for sure. It's like, really think, not. You know, it's, not. Yeah. it's okay. I, I pride myself on that because I want to build champions. I want to build soft ass. Like I'm not trying to use my fighters as body bags or you know like. Definitely not. Yeah, I'm just trying to make sure that they have the best career and. There's only one way to do that, and that's to grind and to work hard and yep. dedicate yourself. So, you know, one problem, one thing that I personally have is, uh, you know, I'm, uh, man, I'm 28 years old, and you know, I don't feel 28. I feel like I'm 18. You know, uh, I feel strong, young, fast, but I am 28. And you know, I was telling Joe this before. It's like, man, I just wish I'd have started learning how to wrestle years ago. I mean, yeah. I still have a long time before I start to diminish. I understand that, but uh, man. Just, you know, I just, I, and then I start thinking about my, my childhood and the decisions I've made, and then it's just kind of tumbling block of then you start getting sad over your decisions you've made in your life. I've been there. You, you know what I'm that. saying, brother? You can't, you I can't know. look back. You yeah. can't, no matter what. I mean, it's built you to where you are right now, made you a better person, made you a better friend, a trainer. Why, why go back and say, what if, what if, I regret this? Like, fuck that. It That's made you fun. who you are. Who cares if you're fucking 20? I don't give a fuck if you're fucking 48. Like, who cares? You know, Clint. You know, Coach Clint, I mean, he's fucking, he's in the best shape I've ever seen anybody in my life. I mean, he's like a hundred years old. <laughs> I'm just playing, I'm just playing Coach Clint. I'm just joking, Clint. The anger in him keeps me on. It was Sam that said yeah. that, Clint. No, but, you know, he just, he just kills it, and he don't make excuses, and I'm not about excuses, so there's no more, you know, poor me, I'm, I'm, I don't fucking, I don't let Joe play the victim, he tries to play the victim, I'm like, nope. It's funny because we right. really like you know we bump heads from time to time. Yesterday oh, we had a fucking I mean we had a meltdown. Really? Yeah. We, did you see it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, oh, yeah we oh, had a, me shit. and her had a meltdown in here yesterday. No, no, no. Let's. Uh, yeah. No. So. Speaking of bumping heads, remember that one time uh, you were using me as a demonstration for something? There's like five or six other people here. And we both went to go get in our wrestling stance at the same smashed time. Smashed heads <laughs> together. Smashed foreheads. Yeah. Oh, that was no. And we were both like, oh, <laughs> oh that was it, funny. It's, <laughs> it's, it's funny because. <laughs> it leads back to that dude in, uh, at the last, uh, the Buckeye, right. the one that tried to ram me in the head and ended up Right, just ramming each other for what five minutes. No, it's funny because, like, you know, because, like I said, we bump, and we have meltdowns like that all the time. You know, we bump heads because I think sometimes I'm looking for more of, like, a gentle hand. Like, you can do it. Mm-hmm. But when I see people like that, I saw this this post on Facebook the other day. It was actually in like a garage sale group. And this girl, she yeah, it was a garage sale group. She said, in search of UFC manager, I swear. She said, I'm looking for a UFC manager. My boyfriend is the best fighter I know. He could really go somewhere with this. I need a UFC. And she's posting like her and him. Guy's got like a cigarette in his mouth. This is like this guy's clearly not a fighter. But she's like supporting him, you know. But every couple I see like that, where the girls just like, "Oh, you're so good," like they suck. Well, yeah, I mean, I've never met a tough. Or, or the ones that aren't supportive. That'd be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's the other. Yeah, you know, yeah, not, they're not, not supportive not, of it. Not or, being yeah. there, yeah. watching them, like it's the, you. You really have to fucking like, 
That's 99% of girlfriends and wives. I can't tell you how many guys I know. I can think of five off the top of my head mm-hmm. who had to quit fighting altogether because just their, their wives just weren't into it. It's a strain, though. It's not easy. This is, this is not easy by any means. But I know that, I, like, I'd rather see him do well at something than not do well and then give me the bad look. Like, I'm not trying to look bad. You fail, I fail. Mm-hmm. Sam fails, I fail. Fail, you fail, I fail. Because mm-hmm. I'm responsible for everybody. So it's... it's it's all in or nothing. You just you can't give it a hundred. If you can't have a support system, you better find one. You better get one. You there have was, to have one. There was a couple of years ago where uh, we, were, you know, we were in a, a bad place. It was before this place was was open. <laughs> we were in a bad place uh, financially, yeah. and I told her, and I was like, uh, you know, I think I'm just gonna hang it up fighting. I've already accomplished a lot that I can be proud of. You know, obviously I didn't make it to the UFC. I didn't make the Olympics. But I've done enough that I can look back and be proud. I think I'm just gonna hang this up and get a nine to five because we need money. Really? And we did. I mean, did I mean we? It was we needed money. So I'm like, I'm just gonna go work at a factory. I'm gonna go Toledo Mold and Die. Maybe go try to you know talk to Devin Vargas, get a job at Jeep. Like I need to make money. She's like, she nipped that in the like she cut me off. Like no, fuck no, you're not doing that. You're going all in on this fight. If you want to make money, then you're gonna make money being a fighter and doing what you're good at. Because you're not gonna go go work at a factory somewhere where we, we already don't see you, you and not see and hate life. your life. I like if if it wasn't for my my support right now is uh, mainly my my family, and I was I was working jobs and in, in between training and stuff like that. And as hard as I like training and stuff like that. And I mean, I'm doing yoga in the mornings. I'm running twice, three times a day. Like, just I go and I go and I go. And when I'm working those jobs, it kills you, man. Cause like you wake up and you're just like it. It cuts out of your training so much, and it makes it just it's depressing. And my family was my family was like nobody was supporting me at the beginning. Everybody was like, uh, like no, Sam, you need to. They seriously wanted me to get a college, like not not a college degree even. They wanted me to just work. Yeah. And it, yeah. eventually, once they realized, once they realized, man, he is just not gonna stop. Uh, it was my the first one to bite with my girlfriend. Once she, once she started really supporting me, it was like she she was all about it in the first place. And then my brother was just like he he bit the bullet and just was like he's like quit your job. Yeah, he's like, like quit quit your job. Think. He's like move into my house. He was like and then from there, everybody in my family just John? like yeah, John. Okay. Yeah. Everybody in my family was just right. Like this me. is happening. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. so important. You know, exactly. People, though, I was like, I was like, listen, I don't need any of you. I was like, I was like, it would be nice. Don't get me wrong. I was like, but no matter what, this is what I'm doing. I was like, I don't care if I end up homeless on the street because of it. I'm doing this. Yeah, I'm doing it till it. it. I'm doing it till it fails. They've seen it in your eyes. They've seen that you want it. That's what made them. Yeah, cry. a support. Okay. Sometimes it takes a little. Yeah, a support system is really important. A support system is important and like an example. You know what I mean? Because me, like my thing is, I like to sleep. I'm a really Come. bad, I'm a bad sleeper. Me too. So I'll be like bitching, you know, like, oh, you know, if I get up and run, I, I can only sleep six hours. You know, I'm an athlete. I should I be sleeping the, eight, ten yeah, hours, right. you know. I understand the cat naps. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and Mandy would be like, look, I work 12 hours, come home, Ugh. go to the gym, 
go back to work, come home. You know, I sleep 15 minutes over the course of three days. You can get up an hour early to go Jeez, run. Man. What do you What do you say to that? You can't. There's you no argument. There's no argument. And she puts me in these places where like I do this, I do that. You go or like but fuck. She's the right. The thing is, there are people not even just like me that do that do more. That you know what I'm saying? That can give a hundred excuses of why they shouldn't. But you know, I can give you one excuse why you should. It's because you owe it to yourself. Exactly. Be the best that you can be, man. I mean, be the best that you can be every single day of your life. You know, I mean, we everybody here at this table now has a story to tell as to why they're why they have fallen in love with what they do now in regards to combat sports. And you just you, you got to be the best that you can be, man. Right. And everybody, man, just everybody going out of. There's people that go out every single weekend and abuse their body, and it's a it's a cesspool of every drug and chemical exactly. known to man. And then they want to they want to make fun of you because you have a dream. Give me yeah. a break. I don't understand Give me that. A break, man. So many people they go, they wake up at the fucking crack of dawn, and they go work for somebody else for eight or ten or twelve or sixteen hours, making eight nine bucks an hour. And they do know they come home, they play video games, you know, they smoke weed, they whatever, eat chips. And then they go out and party on the week. It's like, what are you celebrating? Yeah. 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 What are you celebrating? No kidding, man. Man. No kidding. I mean, Uh, since I since I started working here, actually, I think I've celebrated twice. Uh, That was my. Oh, I'm sorry. Three three times. My girlfriend's (laughs) birthday twice, and uh, after I won the gold medal. After you won, that was a fun night. Yeah. She is. About to be four times coming next Friday. Yeah, Yeah, I can't wait. Gosh, see. Every time you guys bring Friday up, it kind of sucks because I can't I be there, sorry. man. We can't either. You guys. Oh, never mind. I, I misunderstood oh, yeah, yeah. you. Yeah, I was just, I was just saying. Yeah, I can't freaking yeah, be go, there. Go, work. go live with that stuff. I want to. Yeah, man. When I start walking through this guy, I want to see. I just want you guys to all see it. Yeah. Seriously, yeah. if you if, if someone can live stream that shit, okay? Because odds are you and Schmidt are gonna fight before 10 p.m. when I go into work. Yeah. I'm sitting my happy ass on the couch and watching. Screaming, yelling. They work okay. too hard. Not, not yeah, too hard. I mean, you get. People We're gonna don't be. Understand. People don't understand how much fucking work the Schmidt and Sam has put in, and it just makes me proud that you guys are fighters. Like yeah. seriously. And here every freaking night, just. Yeah. I told her when we opened this place because the goal when we opened this gym, and for those listening, we're, we're in the back of the gym right now. So when we talk about here and this, we're the podcast is set up in the back of the gym. And I told her when we opened this place, you know, we agreed that you know it wasn't to make money. If we could just get like one or two people who just work their ass off, we'd be happy. You know, re- we'd rather have four quarters and a hundred pennies. I don't want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. Mandy will take a hundred pennies all day, but uh, you know, we just wanted people in here that work hard and train. And now we got not only one, but we got two. Two guys getting ready to fight who've just been busting their ass. That's all we wanted when we opened this place, is to create champions. Just dedication. Just dedication. I think there are some people who do it just to say they do it. They do. Right. Oh yeah. You know, they do it just to say, yeah, I went. To, I, I got some good work in today. I train today. UFC. I train U- yeah. yeah, I train UFC. I train with what those guys. What does that guys. even mean? I train UFC. Oh yeah. You're Sam- not in the UFC, so yeah. I don't say you train. Yeah. In Sam-, it. Sam Kern, Taylor Griffin. I train with those guys. Yeah. 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 You don't fucking train with those guys. I know. Like I'll see you <laughs> once. I'll see you, you should, once a month. You, you and, train. You train with us if you're putting in as much sweat as us. Yeah. And, People, Joe has like a questionnaire. Like if he finds out that you've trained anywhere, like he will ask you. I know. You know? 
Right. I don't know. Right. Yeah, they well, really don't. But I don't know. Out. If you really train, I'll know. It was, it was actually, it was actually odd because uh, when I first came here, uh, I actually I went to like every gym around here before I found uh, Garcia MMA. And the fun, funny thing is, is I've known Joe since he knew you me were when I was fucking diapers, almost diapers. Yeah. yeah, you were a little ass kid. And like, I, I just didn't know uh, Joe was opening up his own place. And I was I was at Owens at Owens at the time, and I was like I was partying, and I was like I, I'm done partying. I wanted I need something that's not partying. So uh, I started looking for different gyms, and it was it was actually funny with the timeline how it lines up. Is me and Joe were like going to different gyms at the same time, and not, not once did we run into each other. Right. Oh, shit. When I was yeah. trying to look for, yeah, yeah, he, yeah, he had yeah, come. Yeah, he had true. come to Brasa, and when oh, we weren't okay. there, he had come. It was wild. That's yeah. crazy, man. But yeah, it's crazy because like I've I've been training long enough now that I I don't know everybody obviously, but I know so many people and so many coaches and so many. You can be from fucking Rhode Island. And if you say you trained, I know a guy in Rhode like, okay, where did you train? Uh, you know, I trained at this place. And I'll know a guy like, hey, do you know this guy? And they'll say, yeah, I did. Yeah, I did. You know, like when you came here, was, you know, Harry comes. Like, I know Harry. Yeah. You know, Harry and his brothers. Like, it's 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 big, but it's a small community. Yeah. So if you do boxing or you do jiu-jitsu or you do MMA with any place relatively big, like, I'm going to know. And like she said, I'll quiz guy. You know, a guy coming. Yeah, I did a little bit. Of, that's what they always say. I did a little bit of boxing. Yeah. You didn't do fucking box. Right. Okay, where did you box at? He'd be like, oh, this this place. You probably never yeah. heard. Okay, well, try Down me. Down the street somewhere. Uh, it's not there anymore, but yeah, it used to be oh, there. Oh, yeah, we heard that. It's not, it's, yeah. not around no more. Yeah, they're not around. Well, try me. Humor me. Yeah. What, what was your coach's name? Show me a jab. No, that's not. Yeah, it's not it. Bullshit. Show me a jab. What? That looks like a cheerleading move. What right? Every, everybody <laughs> says, everybody <laughs> says, <laughs> everybody says they're a striker. Yeah. Because yeah. you've been in a street fight and thrown a punch before does not mean you're a striker. It just means you know nothing. Yeah. If you come into an MMA gym, I say you're a striker or a grappler. Everybody who's untrained, they say, oh, I'm a striker. I like to keep it on the feet. What that means is I don't know jujitsu. Yeah, right. I've never trained before. I was taping this guy's hands one time. So we'd go to these local fights, and uh, Gary would have me corner corner the people who don't train. Okay, We call we call them slap a whole fight team. These guys who just – they call the phone number, and they just fight. They just show up to fight, and it's never goes well right so I'll, I'll i'll tape these guys hands and i'll corner them. now i'm not really doing much because if i haven't trained you consistently you're not going to listen to me anyway mm-hmm. but i'm there right. i'll tape your hands yeah. i'll corner you as a favor you know to one of my coaches i'll, I'll corner these guys and coach because they got nobody else there mm. so i'm taping this guy's hands and i always ask people are you a striker or a grappler and here's why because if you're a striker i'm going to put a little extra padding around these two knuckles right. i'm going to tape your hands more similar to a boxer now and with the commission rules we can't go so far over the knuckle but if you if you're a striker I'm going to give you a little more padding in your punching hand. I'm going to go a little more on your thumb. If you're a grappler, it's going to be a little less, and I'm going to leave you a big open space right here by your thumb so you can grab better. Okay? So I always ask, so I'm taping this guy. I give him the regular question. Have you trained before? I'm kind of trying to quiz him. I say, are you a striker or a grappler? He says, well, I'm pretty good at both. I'm like, okay. I was like, have you ever fought before, trained before? He's, well, I was in over 100 fights when I was in jail. (laughs) I'm like, okay. And I explained to him. It lasted probably five seconds. Yes. So I gave him the same talk I just gave you guys. Okay, listen, buddy. The reason I ask you is because if you're a striker, I'm going to tape your hands like this. If you're a grappler, I'm going to tape your hands like this. I shit you not. This guy says, tape this hand like a grappler and this hand like oh a boxer, and I'll punch with this hand, and I'll wrestle with this oh one. Oh, my goodness gracious. My jaw hit the floor. <laughs> Jesus. Punch with this hand and <laughs> wrestle with this one. You do it with both there, buddy. And I did it. And he got TKO'd in like 18 seconds. There you go. <laughs> I mean, that's just goes to show you that. Yeah, you know, it's crazy too because you'll see these, you know, these, uh, when I was at the, uh, 
boxing gym previous to the one I was at now, we'd I'd go to some of the shows and and these there was this one there was this one show that the boxing show that they had to where if you signed up for it before the end of the night you could go one a minute round uh, with one of the actual box amateur boxers <laughs> there and the amateur boxer would just defend and the guy getting in would just throw punches and you'd see these tough gangster looking guys sign oh yeah puffing there I'll go and do it you know. And they get in there for one minute and just, just look gas. They're just, they look. Not only do they look gas, Sam, but their technique. They're, they're, you could pick them apart from a mile away if you just knew what you were doing. It's just like, man, oh man, people. Like I said, people's ego. And I think that's more common in men uh, than women. Just that your ego just gets so. And I'm guilty of that sometimes. You know, obviously, yeah, absolutely. You know, because I mean, you can. The fight game can keep you humble, but it can also, you know. Exacerbate some things. You can definitely, and I'm totally, you know, some of my friends listen to this right now. You know, my close ones are like, "Oh yeah, you really can get bad at it," but I can, you know. But I try to. Yeah, me. There's just mostly it's in a joking context, but yeah. There's there's way too much Neanderthal still left in my DNA. (laughs) Yeah. Like some part of me is just like some dude swinging, trying to find the biggest fucking club. I know it. Yeah. I, I love the like the the feeling of, like that really boosts the ego. But like I, I I try to check my ego a lot. But like when a big guy walks in, like I, I've grappled a little bit before. He's like, oh, he's like right. can I come and grapple? And Joe's like, yeah, yeah, let's give you a guy who's uh who's gonna really treat you well. And this guy's like two thirty, and he's looking around the room. And like, these guys hey, will pick you out. Yeah, he's like he's like, hey, hey, go train with Sam. I want really? the, the dude to look at me, be like, puff out his chest. I'm just like, I'm like. Yeah, yes. dude, toast. Time to shine. Yes, toast. Time to shine. Toast, toast, man. He rubs his hands together. He's like, all right, let's go. He's yeah. Like, they walk up to me. They're like, how much do you weigh? 155. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah, He's I want to like, train with I'm him. I'm too strong for you. Tell me. And I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll tell you. Real soon. I tell guys about Sam. And if and if you've never met Sam or you don't know who Sam is and you're just listening to this you've never seen him, Sam is like the most unassuming guy. Yeah. He's yeah. like this tall kind of lean you know he just all he does is play magic cards and train yeah. <laughs> like, Dungeons and Dragons Dungeons and Dragons. I come in here so many times I come in here so because Sam has a key so I'll come in here and I'll be like you know I'm gonna be a little late can you open up for me and then I'll wind up coming here early anyway and I it's like three or four times I've come in here and he's in here either sleeping or he's in here with this little like cooler full of magic cards like sorting them <laughs> like two, three times I've come in here and Sam is oh, in here with great. his magic cards spread everywhere. Oh my gosh, that's great, man. He's yeah. the most unassuming guy, but it's funny because if you like picked him out on the street, he'd just fucking maul you. Right. Like but guys they have, oh, dude, they have no idea. He's hungry. So different, like, and I like the way I look. I'm just not intimidating. I'll you're be, not. If you see me at a bar and I was talking shit, you'd be like, I'm gonna punch that yeah. in face. Yes, you're the like, same. Yeah. You come in here, you look at Joe, and he's like tattooed, just like what? Yeah, like, right, right. You look more I've intimidating. Seen people walk it, walk by this gym, look at Joe, and just like yeah, yeah. Just no, 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 thank you. You're getting out of dodge. <laughs> they, they get a job going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they just turn. I've seen guys literally. I stepped out, like I stepped out to get a breath of fresh air after training. And there's like a group of like four dudes walking, and they literally fucking like stopped like they hit a wall and Go turned around. Oh, really? It's like what the fuck was it? And I'm like the nicest guy oh, ever. Oh, Joe, Joe, Susan, the show was like, what? What did I? What did I? Was what is, what something is I said? Did you get to put deodorant on? Or 
Sam's fight. like the most unassuming guy. Like and like he said, like if there's ten dudes and you have to pick somebody to fight, like people are gonna pick him. Yeah, and he will be, fucking be, eat uh, your I, face. I, I would feel pretty good if it was just uh, me and Sam against ten other guys in a yeah. bar. I would feel easily okay. And those guys they, would have no idea. About even, you know? They'd have no idea. <laughs> and yeah, and that's why about. I like try not to start shit with people because you have no idea what dudes are about. Yeah, Smith's great. Smitty's great, man. We're gonna yeah, be losing just, him next month. He's, make sure, well, he's going to sergeant school. We're gonna. Uh, I think it's a couple months long. I don't know how he's gonna be out of state, but yeah, he's going to. He re-enlisted with the military for six years, and he's he's going to. Yeah, Schmidt, if you're listening, thank you for serving. Thank you for re-enlisting. Yeah, and you will be Sergeant Schmidt when you return. He's, yeah. he's doing something that I don't have the guts or the will to do or something. I don't I, mean, I would never be in the fucking sacrificing military. Sacrificing your own time. You know, the sacrificing your own time to serve your country. You know, I'm too selfish to do that. I can serve it in other ways, but, I mean, that's what Schmidt's doing is the top of the... I mean, yeah, he's, he's got my respect. Hard yeah, exactly. Yeah, Schmidt's a lot. Yeah. I remember he lat dropped me once, too, Joe. And I'm other, like, other, you bastard. Other than I didn't. Other than I didn't know Smith's uh, first name for like, you know, till this year, I thought I thought his first name was uh, Smith, and it was Nick the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> Nicky Nick, Nicholas. Yeah, I was like, I was like. Is that Schmidt's last name? Yeah. Schmidt Nick. What is that? That's why I was super confused. Joe was like, "Hey Nick," and I was like, "Is that his last name?" Like. I'm gonna tell him. Yeah, it was Lance's last name was on the wall because she was making a T-shirt and it's Novotny. And Sam looks at the name Novotny. and he's like, oh, is that Schmidt's last name? I'm like, Sam. <laughs> His last name is Schmidt. Who? But that's all he, he's known about. Right? Who the fuck names their Schmitty. kids Schmidt? Yeah. <laughs> I guess like, my friend Holly knows uh, Schmidt. Holly Broadbeck, my, my good friend Holly. Which, yeah, by the way, came she came here before. Yeah, she's trying to come in. She's got a very, very busy schedule. But uh, she's trying to come in here. We've always been trying to. Yeah, I was just going to yeah, say, she ain't sure, busier yeah, than yeah, us. Like, uh, yeah, you come on, Holly. Holly, these I'm are two. Text you, hey, you gotta listen to the podcast, damn it. These are two excuses, and I did a YouTube video on this, and people loved it. There's two excuses I will never take from people: I don't have time, or I don't have money. Because time and money are two things I am so far in the fucking negatives. Right. I'll die in the negative. You can add another 16 hours to our day, and we still would not have time. Still. My to do list is like so long. I don't even. I can't even cross anything off because I don't even get the first thing done. That's that's a guy's honest truth. I have to schedule like to take a piss. Yeah. <laughs> like yeah, I have to schedule it two weeks out. Like next next Thursday at Apparently, three yeah, o'clock. I tell you what. After I this takedown, I'll go take a whiz. Okay, guys. Yeah. <laughs> that's why when I get in here, I do everything right away. I there have been sometimes. Sometimes, Joel. Yeah. There have been. There have been. It's only been like once, but you know, like it's funny. Like with my <laughs> bowel movements. Told you I'll talk about anything. What? I'll, I'll be totally like, I'll take a nice one, okay, right when I wake up before the shower. No, let me tell you this right here. I'll take a nice dookie right when I wake up. I'm like, all right, I'm good. Weigh five pounds lighter. It's all set. And then when I'm going to head for my run, five minutes before I start, here comes another I stay, one. here comes another one. It, I'll still be signed. Time to, dude, I just carry baby wipes with me wherever I go now. I keep it in a little fanny pack on the side of my left hip. No, That's hilarious. But yeah, it's like, dude, what the hell? Emergency Body, baby I just wipes. Went. You have to go already again? Give me a break. It's time to prepare for the run. That's all. Right. Or a takedown. Prepare like, for the run. Because if you don't, if you don't go and get it all out before you do this grueling, 
uh, ungodly things that we do here on the wrestling mats and, 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 and during training where you're sweating and you're losing energy, you feel like you have to shit your pants. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, dude. It's just the worst feeling. Worst I mean, feeling. You guys know what I'm talking about. Like, you're so weak I've and tired. Like, I've it's lost. like you're... Your butthole's just giving up. I've it's lost, just giving up. You I've know? lost a wrestling tournament because I thought I was about to poop my pants. <laughs> oh, I, 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 I can't believe yes. I brought this I, up. I, was, I had the kid like down, and I'm like, I'm like, there I am. I'm like, I'm two seconds out. Just poop on him right all's, now. All's do is, all's the ref has to do is call it, and he barely gets his shoulder off. And as soon as he like he got out, and I just laid on my back, and I was destroying him in points, everything. Really? I was like... I was like, I, 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 I was squeezing them. I was squeezing them since the first round. Dude, I got out of a, uh, there was one time, I was like 16. This was when I was a different person. But uh, I had gotten pulled over with a buddy of mine whose who's, uh, dad actually works right around the corner here. And we had gotten pulled over, and I was on probation. This past curfew, and I had a warrant out for my arrest. So the cop comes up to the driver's side. I'm in the passenger seat, and he's getting ready to like take our IDs and stuff. And this was down here on... Uh, Wooster on the okay. far end by Meyer, okay, right at that stoplight. And I told the cop I had to take a dump, which I was lying, but I was like, I gotta take it. And I ran to Meyer, like, like I had to go to the bathroom, and I got out of it. And he, you know, really? ran through with the stop. Yeah, he didn't, he didn't wait for me say to come no? back. No, no, what he let you go? Yeah, that was before the face tattoo, okay, yeah. before the uh, cholo. Yeah, and you said you've gotten shit for that because of because of your face tattoo. At yeah, I mean, I don't blame people. Yeah, there's more, there's more, yeah. Yeah. Everybody knows Joe knows that he's the nicest guy. Like, yeah. definitely. People walk in here and they'll think like, oh, she's so nice. Yeah. And Joe's the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, it's kind of vice totally. Yeah, yeah. Joe's like patting you on your back. There you go, buddy. And Mandy's like, what the fuck are you patting him on the back? Yeah. Don't fucking it's so weird. When I first time I came in here, Joe, Joe, uh, met me with a big smile. Hey, what's up, man? Shook my hand and and you know, yeah, just totally. Totally deceiving the way the way Joel. It is funny how that works. Like every everybody think, probably thinks I'm the tough one. And now, did you get did you get most of those during? Uh, okay, yeah. Yeah, most of not all of them though. I got uh, Jared did that one. Jared who trains here, you know, he yeah. did this one. He did this one. He did this one. Yeah, the one who was probably, here today. Yeah. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, he did this, this, this. He's gonna be doing some more work. Nice. But uh, yeah, I've always been pretty pretty tatted, but tat, I want tat, tat, I want to get some more. I want to get completely blasted. I mean, I already got one on my face, my throat, like. Might as well just cover myself, right? Fuck it. Fuck it. Just put a blanket over you. All right. I, I I've always wanted. I like. I've I've always thought about getting tattoos, but like I'm so indecisive. It's terrible. I'm like. That's why you just get them all, like me. You should. Yeah. Get a black lotus, full just back get, like, piece. Just like Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Magic, D, and just going down your arm. Yeah. Just one right. Yeah, the list of nerdy games. Yeah. We were talking about that too. Like I I always like people knock people who play. Dungeons and Dragons. I I thought it was fun, man, because it forces you to use your mind and you have to imagine things. And you know, I I always like things that make like my make my brain, you know, work like I'm chess. Like That's why I love playing chess. All you motherfuckers that get to sit here and play games and Fortnite and shit. Like, man, it must be nice. Like, I remember when I was a kid, I used to play like NES or Super Nintendo. Or Sega. Now you can't even sit down to eat. Yeah. <laughs> I can't even fuck. I, I eat once a day. Like, yeah. I need more time. The last time I got to actually uh, play Magic is because I've been. Uh, I've been talking to a, uh, a store owner about uh, his magic collection. My magic collection is uh, pretty big. Impressive. Yeah, it's impressive. Yeah, it and so I'm, I'm trying. The only time time I got to play recently in these last couple of years Sorry is uh, when I'm trying to set up a spot so I can sell magic cards, sell and buy magic cards in the mornings, so I can come here and trade, and like, and just so I can do both the things I love at all times. You know. Do you ever? Do you ever like? Did you ever like try to pick up girls with that line? Like my magic 
collection's pretty big. Yeah. They're, uh, they're like, oh yeah, how yeah. big? Oh, no, he better not. There's this... Back, back in the day, I might have. How yeah, how big is your magic card collection? Yeah. I, I could walk up and be like, you see this cooler box? It's worth like three grand. And do you know what they would tell you? How much coke you got in there. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's, yeah, he's yeah. a good boy now. He's tamed. I don't. I've actually. I've actually been walking around town carrying that cooler box full of my magic cards. I've had cops stop me because oh, I thought gosh. I was selling drugs. Yeah, and then you open it up, and they're like, <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They literally laugh at me. They have no idea that you can. Yeah. What are you? What are you doing out at this hour? Like we know that, you don't have any friends. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, they are. They're now, can you? Sometimes. When you go to these magic conventions, like, I assume you can probably beat up everybody there. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, actually, uh. There's a linebacker. He was a he was an NFL guy, and uh, uh, I don't remember his name right now. But he was at one of these conventions that I was at, and uh, he was talking to me. And he's a big guy, big guy, and he was uh, telling me about how he started getting into this nerdier stuff. Just uh, like he has money now, and he just wants to start using it. And he was telling me about how uh, he joined a, a a sword fighting club, and he, they told him. Like you can use anything you want as like a shield or like you just you just gotta be able to hold it yourself. And he was like, Really? And he uh went to Home Depot, he bought a whole door to use it as a shield. Wow. Like a door, did, like yeah, a door yeah, door. Then they cut it in a whole door. He was uh, I think right. he was like six, five, six, seven, something redonkulous like well, that. He was well prepared, I think. Oh yeah, he was. He was yeah, like, he had a fucking door. Yeah, exactly. He was like, he's like, you're telling me I can use anything. Like, anything? anything. A real fake door. He, he just walks into the Home Depot. <laughs> like, here. Shows up with like a SWAT shield. Or yeah. Something. Right. Anything? Yeah, but that dude, he actually, he was, he was a big nerd. I mean. Goes and gets he, like a slab of drywall. Concrete with a handle. Yeah. His head and he, was, uh, he was out winning tournaments with magic. That's fucking hilarious. One of the, one of the video games I used to play all the time as a kid was... Ocarina of Time for the Nintendo 64. Zelda. Yeah, yeah. that was one of them. And then, of course, I played GoldenEye and, and Killer Instinct and all those. those N64? Games. Yeah. Yep. You guys are so fucking young. That's an old game. I'm over here playing fucking original Mario Bros. Pong. Fucking Atari. Atari, yeah, yeah. I remember the Atari. See? You want to know how old I am? I, you know what? I played with the fucking stick. That's what I played with. You know, it, it feels... That's... It feels good to see, like, when I was coming here to the gym today, I saw, like, a group of four or five kids riding their bikes around town. They're probably 13, 14. That feels good to see because that's how I communicated with my friends. Like, oh, my God, there's kids outside. Yeah, exactly. And they didn't have their cell phones out, nothing. Dude, I didn't get my first cell phone until I was in a sophomore in high school. I paid for it myself, paid for the paid for the bill myself, and it was a Revel flip phone. Yeah, had a Razor. You had a razor? Yeah. Those were the shit. Those were the shit. Those were the shit. You were cool if you had a razor. You, you were know? baller. I got my first phone when my brother moved to Germany. He couldn't use his phone anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you no, know, that's how you got it? Yeah, yeah. that's how that's... that's all right. It don't matter. Material shit. They don't, exactly. don't matter. Exactly. Yeah. They don't matter. Yeah, I don't know if it's. Yeah, never mind. What? <laughs> it was easy then. No. I was... <laughs> it was political. <laughs> tell, tell us when the recording stops, but. Yeah, we'll No, no, I was. Uh, yeah, it's just, it's just the contrast of like how different kids are raised now. I mean, I just don't feel like a lot of kids have that much extracurricular activity mm-hmm. to do, or they're not, not not that they don't have enough, but that they're not interested because they're so sidetracked with, I mean, you have the internet on your cell phone. Yeah. That you shit rewires your, your brain. It's, like, they've done studies that, it, it rewires, like, they did studies on people where, you know, they have their phones, and when they get an Instagram notification, oh your brain gosh. releases a hit of dopamine. Literally right. releases a hit of dopamine, like yeah. uh, the pleasure center of your brain, yeah. when you get a fucking Instagram notification. Yeah. It's, not, it's not just kids, though. It's adults, too. 
adults. Yeah, it's adults too. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You go around, you see more people on the phone than anything else. I don't know. It's bad. I get. I think I get dopamine release when I get punched in the head. <laughs> yeah, that's our. That's ours for sure. Yeah, you smile. Well, you something. Smile, and I'm like, something definitely happens in your brain. This. Nobody. Yeah. yeah. He's I, leaving his fucking hands down because he wants to get punched. The uh, the I remember when my dad and I were uh, my dad and my little brother and I and a couple others were at Cedar Point last year. I remember. Cedar Point, if I remember correctly, they do like fireworks at the end of every night in the summer, and there was yeah. fi- for some reason there was fireworks going off as we were exiting the, you know, the park, and my dad taps me on the shoulder and he he points to a direction, and all these people that are sitting on benches supposed to be watching the fireworks were on their cell phone, yeah. probably on freaking Facebook or Snapchat. Yeah. And why well, be it's there? Beautiful, you know. I mean, yeah, exactly. Why be there? What's the yeah. point? It's two, dude, two. Dude, th- no, tell them about Malachi speaking in emojis. Oh my God! Yeah, so my son will literally—he's on his tablet so much he'll talk in emojis. So he'll be like, "Dad, can I have can I have a soda?" And I'll be like, "No." He'll be like, "Oh, frown emoji." Yeah, like, like what? No. Wow. Or he'll talk you in like acronyms. Yeah, like you're taking a break from that. I would like to say that's creative. Like, right? I was like, dang, I should do that, but I don't want to do that. Yeah. The two two big differences in like the way I was raised and the way kids are raised now is the lack of technology like i had a super nintendo but my dad was on all the, like when we got a super nintendo it was like free reign for my dad yeah and uh what do they call it not capital punishment don't fucking know. beating what? your kids what do they call it abuse uh, child abuse no Spanking? no what the fuck not capital it's something capital punishment yeah. it's you know what i'm talking about yeah. oh, I know what you're talking about. we'll figure it out yeah we'll look up the name that's what google's for right yeah yeah you know, i Go ahead, Joe. I'm sorry. I, 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 never, I never stayed out past curfew, you know, because I was afraid I was going to get oh, stood yeah. in the corner. Right. I didn't stay out past curfew because I was afraid I was going to fucking, my teeth were going to be on the floor. Yeah, sure. Yeah. What? I, so you, you, you're saying that we should hit our kids? I mean, not, maybe not hit them. In all honesty, I feel like, I feel like there's not as much tr- trust developed between their kids and their parents nowadays because of cell phones and stuff like that. Yeah. And, like, they, your parents literally expect you to check in every five minutes or something like that yeah. and like i feel like there's a lot of trust developed between a child being able to go out play with his friends and then come back at a certain hour. yeah because before cell phones it was like okay check in in six hours well okay. what's really exactly. scary is uh is um you know there's a lot of nasty things on the internet that kids yeah, and yeah. adults shouldn't be you know prefer you know porn being yeah. one of them and you know now that it's on their cell phone man i mean that's a big i mean i'm sure there's data to back up that Porn is disgusting anyway, okay? But that can, like, have a... I, it can mess with your head, man. Especially There, there, there is data kids. to back that up. It, yeah, I'm sure there, there is. data to back... It's like, man, and now it's on their phones and with the Snapchat stuff going around. I mean, you know, you get, it's just... It's, I'm sure everybody listening can know where I'm headed with this. It's just a big... Just yeah, three they, syllables. I'll give you two of them. Cluster. Yeah. You know, I mean... Fuck. There you go. <laughs> Mandy's just, our, our uh, on-staff fucks here. You know, yeah. And all these things it makes me wary of having... Obviously, I want children, but it's like, man, it seems like it'll be a really tough time raising them in this. Yeah, and then on on top of that, like, not only are the kids able to look up all this stuff, but like, the the pressure that the parents like, it it feels like kids have like your your death grip by your parents. I mean, like, they can they can literally put a tracker on your phone if they Mm -hmm. want. I mean, Mm -hmm. I feel like I actually have a tracker on my kid's neck. (laughs) It's in there. Yeah. It's a chip. Drilled it in there. I had to hold them down. I have an app on my phone. (laughs) Uh, I just I feel like that. uh, because of that, like, 
there's just there's so many bad things coming from it from both ways. And then again, there's so much good coming from yeah. it. I mean, yeah. I mean, look now now everybody knows how the common flu works. For good, right. like, and Facebook can be a great way of promoting things and posting positive messages. That's what I try to do. And it can and, al- it can also be habitat for bullying. Oh yeah, it yeah. can. Yeah, and 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 the cool thing too is you know you have so much more access to information and other opinions because of the internet. People think you know, that like I'm hashtag on, fake news. People think that I'm on like social media all the time, but I'm not. I swear to God, I'm not. I I will go on there yeah, for like she thirty must seconds. Yeah, she sooner she was. Yeah, like <laughs> seriously, because I'm so busy. But like being on social media, that's like so much time wasted. Mm-hmm. Like good if you like are building a brand, building yourself, you know, trying to network. But when you're on there starting debates and like arguing, like sometimes Joe will try to get in the bay. I'm like, dude, just stop. Oh, yeah. I'll be like, this motherfucker, I want to beat this guy's I'm fucking gonna, face. I'm going to type so much, you, you know. <laughs> and she'll know. Like, I'll try not to tell her and I'll just be sitting there like, she'll be like, Joe, what is it? I'm like, no, I'm fine. She'll be like, you're, fuck, you're arguing with a guy on Facebook, aren't you? It's just time wasted. Like, wait, it's a distraction. And now just, you got to stay focused. And when you step back from it, it's like, why am I getting so upset at a guy who's halfway around the world yeah. who th- thinks my mustache is stupid? Like, is it that big of a right. deal? Yeah, I, I try to make yeah, a rule for myself to check my Facebook once in the morning, once at night. But other, I, I use my messenger. Yeah, unless you get a messenger. Yeah, but I actually, I don't like checking my comics and I met, comments until then, too. I messaged Sam today, like, you better be on your way here. It was like half past when the guy was like, you better be on your fucking way here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Where are you at, Sammy? Yeah, the internet can be a crazy place. Well, we are right at an hour. Wanna wrap yeah. up? Yeah. All right, well, that yeah, man's got to go to work. Back to what we're doing. This is the Fight or Flight podcast. If you made it this far, congratulations. I don't know how many people are going to listen to that whole thing, yeah. but we're here. We did anything you guys want to say before we... Joe, thanks for having me on as a guest, man. It's an absolute honor, and if you're willing, I'll be more than happy to be one of your regulars. And there's always something to talk about with me. Love you guys, man. All yeah. three of you. Uh, same thing with me, man. I mean, I love doing this stuff. I love talking. It's probably okay. a problem. I am not a talker, and I was bullied into this. By <laughs> she so was. You'll be back. Will we first? I'll be back because I got a fucking team. No excuses. We need you. Well, no excuses, she's, Manny. Come on. Yeah, I'm here. I'm here. She's, yeah, we need she's you. a coach, too, and she needs to, she needs to show us who's boss. We need her yeah. to even us out. I think she makes a good addition. But, yeah, she did totally get bullied into this. We actually <laughs> had an agreement when I first got this. Like, I'm not being a part of it. You're going to get your shit, and I don't want to hear about it. I don't want to be a part of it. I'm like, okay. It's a distraction for me. And now here I she is. Yeah. <laughs> we love spending time. Yeah, we love we love spending time with you, though, man. Seriously. I sounded exactly like that. You guys are That's, the only four plus Peyton and Chase. Everybody else fucking like that fucking bitch. Like, <laughs> dude, I am who I am, and I, I, I curse a lot, and I, I I say things without a filter, but I have a good heart, so and I'm, I'm sure. stay focused. Yes. That's why I married her. Because no, Joe has none of that. Yeah. Except yeah. for the good heart. He's a talker. I am a talker. So... If you made it this far, thank you for listening. If you have anything you want us to talk about, if you have any questions, feel free to inbox one of us. Right. Yeah. Sure. Right. Signing off. Fight or Flight Podcast.